childcare costs soar. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Still working through my morning coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC discussing the soaring costs of childcare. Higher than private school fees. Now we we experienced this when we put Mina in kindy. It's not childcare, but just how expensive kindergarten was for how little you get. It wasn't even full days. You had to, they, they wanted, they were every other day, they were ringing you to mow the lawn and do their work for them and participate in this, 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 and this. The, what they were teaching was all over the place and it cost a fortune, thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. You know, school was cheaper, to be honest. Sending her to a private school would have been cheaper, but not as expensive as this school. So let's have a look at this, guys. I mean, childcare costs are now higher than private school fees, as experts call for new funding model. Okay, I would say you need to deregulate the industry. This is a government-controlled industry, significantly regulated industry. That's why it's so expensive. That's why it's so expensive. And people are going, but we need to regulate it to protect the children. And parents should do due diligence. It's a parent's responsibility. There's a lot of fat you can cut out of childcare, guys. You can have different models. If people want to have a certain level of care for their children, they can pay for it. If they just want to have a grandparent taking care of it, they should pay for it, a simpler one. But it is a highly regulated industry, guys. And this is what happens. When you get more government involvement, it costs more. And we just think about the cost of this. Remember, a lot of this is subsidized, guys. So it's redistribution of tax money. It's where it's going, to this type of stuff. So they want to get you working, working, working. So you pay tax, so you get it back in your childcare, so you're working, are you even ahead? So, as a senior, senior corporate leader at one of Australia's big banks, Lena Guile knows a thing or two about managing money. <laughs> oh, wow. Bullshit. I, I wouldn't say that. That would say anything <laughs> at the banks. The banks are great at managing risk. You know, that's a whole other world. I don't feel sorry for a banker then. Some of the banks provide childcare in their businesses or have arrangements. I would argue one way is to get rid of fringe benefit tax and allow package deals, allow childcare services in businesses, allow businesses to hire nannies maybe lot of other things you can do but yeah anyway needs to be regulated guys needs to be because then they can control your children educate them younger but she's not been able to find a way around the budget busting cost of childcare for her son eddie the childcare cost is bigger than my mortgage repayments she says just dwell on that guys she's spending more on childcare than on a mortgage repayment significantly bigger with interest rates so low without any family in melbourne to help them lena said she and her husband face out-of-pocket childcare expenses of more than twenty-four thousand dollars a year 24 grand a year well that's the price you pay you got to pick you got to pick if you want to raise your own kid or if you want other people to raise your kid this isn't a new thing they used to have these right back in the day they just weren't called childcare. I'm definitely not having another one because we definitely can't afford another childcare, another child in childcare, she says. 
So there you have it. That's that's the issue, guys. Our population isn't growing. We're not actually our civilization. A lot of Western civilization isn't actually at replacement birth rates. People aren't having enough kids. They're not having enough kids because it comes down to this. See, this is the thing. When you have one kid and you put them in childcare, then when you have two, the cost goes up. Then you have three. You got a question: Is it even worth working? Then should you have both people working? This is this is part of our realization. I know when we we actually looked at a childcare that was right next to our office because we were bringing the kids to work when we had the a retail tenancy, and we went and had a look through it. And I, I, the one thing that got me was all the ideological garbage plastered up on the walls. And I go, why would I want my children exposed to this? I know that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. They're gonna, I'm gonna be arguing with my own kids because they're exposed to this crap. But, I mean. I'm now at the point where Mina is asking me when I'm we're driving somewhere and I'm going to look at look at these rules now. They're not even letting you touch your phone in Queensland because it's a thousand dollar fine and four parent points. So I can't even press a button to change a music song I'm listening to on my phone. That's 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 the nanny state that we've gotten to. And Mina goes, why why are they putting all these rules on people? Shouldn't they treat people like adults? So I think I'm doing good. I think I'm doing good. So some women don't go some women don't go back to work for five or six years because they have two kids and you just can't afford it and there's nothing wrong with that work isn't the be all end all i know we've got people on today going oh they're they're you know making fun of a woman who takes care of her family <laughs> i mean you've only got your children's childhood for one time do you want to spend it you know in a bank making doing you know busy work in a corporate environment or do you actually want to enjoy your life fellow mum maya linden said her fifteen thousand dollar a year bill to put her daughter lily into childcare four days a week completely changed her mind about having more children it's definitely a factor in us deciding to only have one child she said we know the kind of upbringing that we want to give her we know what the expenses are and we don't feel we can provide the kind of upbringing we want with more than one child. It, that that kind of makes me sad in a way, to be honest. I mean, that this is very similar to how I was thinking back when Rachel and I, I said, I oh, will only have one child. I'm an only child. I'm an only child. So I thought that was fine. But life happens. I became a dad. I realized I love having kids. We had one. We had two. We had three. With four and number five is a couple of months away in week 30 so you don't this is the trap you can fall into guys you can make other sacrifices you don't have to both work just reduce your quality of life stop buying crap realize what's more important you can save 15 grand a year on childcare bills you gotta earn a lot of money to make that worth it procedure schools are often cheaper for Australian parents earning the average income, childcare fees are higher than many private school fees, according to research by Victoria University. The cost of childcare for families is among the highest in the world, said report author Jen Jackson, the education policy lead at VU's Mitchell Institute. Now, are we going to see any comment about potentially deregulating a highly regulated industry? Do you think we'll get that? I mean, it's the ABC. Of course, we won't get that, that line of thinking, but that's something that needs to be discussed, guys. That needs to be considered. This is what happens. 
things don't always need to be regulated by the government. A lot of it is theater. A lot of it is theater. You're trusting these people with your children. You should trust them to know how to create a safe environment. So, and we've found that Australian families pay as much for childcare as they would to send their children to a private, prim, private primary school. The important difference is when it comes to childcare, a lot of families don't have a choice. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. They do have a choice, but that choice involves changing your expectations and your quality of life. You may need to make sacrifices. You may not be able to have the two cars. You may not be able to spend as much money on luxury goods and items. You may really have to cut back, put off that holiday, put off that renovation, put off upgrading that house. That may not even be, you may actually not even have a choice in Sydney with things so expensive. Maybe you got to move. That's the thing. You have choices. Everyone has choices, but some people can't see them because it's such a culture shift. The report said a family with both parents on the average 85K would pay $5,782 a year out of pocket. The non-government school sector estimates the median out-of-pocket costs for all private schools is $5,200. And if you hear banging coming from that door, that's one of my children right now. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Researchers say the value of quality childcare to a child's long-care development cannot be underestimated. I thought the... I thought it's been disproven. I thought it's questionable the actual benefit that uh, early childhood education has on children. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that's what I've been... Maybe I'm watching too much Molyneux, but it doesn't make much difference, does it? While childcare centers were once considered just the drop-off zone, research shows good early childhood educators can significantly improve outcome for children as they progress through primary and high school education. High-quality preschool can put a child up to eight months ahead in learning of where they would be without it. So, so what? That all equalizes within a year or two, doesn't it? And if the school is terrible, it's not going to make any difference. Or it could be a detriment to them if they're too smart and the teacher doesn't like the extra work. So, I mean, I consider education a parent's responsibility. I've just had... A morning arguing with a little seven-year-old that she has to do a German lesson. <laughs> Sometimes the first Monday is the toughest day of the week when you're homeschooling. Here we go. Here's the, here's the thing. It's time to fund childcare like primary schools, a report said. Okay. Where's the alternative view? It's time to deregulate childcare. Where, where are we going to see that? I don't think we are. The Mitchell Institute report calls for government funding of early childhood education centers similar to that afforded to primary schools to ensure universal access. It's a proposal supported by uh, Rebecca Stiles, a director of the Hillbank Community Centers Children Center in Melbourne. Of course it is, because there's a financial benefit. Are we going to see an alternative argument here? A lot of these socialist countries use this as a way to indoctrinate children. I know from kindergarten, from kindergarten, the amount Mina learned about indigenous cultures all around the world compared to European history was insane. It was ludicrous. She's got all these these 
I had to t educate her out of what she was taught about Africa. She thought everyone in Africa lived like in, in a mud hut. And I go, no, that's certain parts of Africa. But there are other parts of Africa that are more modern than Australia, where they've got advanced cities and good education. It's not all just what they're telling you. Okay, that's people live like that because they have to, not because they want to. Anyway. She's concerned about government subsidies offered to big corporate centers, which dominate the sector, particularly at a time when demand is soaring. But then why are shares in some of these you know, childhood centers, why are they declining? I think GA went down. Would this be a good investment, guys? Because for them, it's about making that money to line their pockets and getting their big advertising budgets. She said, well, nothing is wrong with profits. Profits are a good thing. They incentivize people to achieve. Despite the billions of dollars of flowing into the sector, early childhood workers are among the lowest paid in Australia. Because, well, guys, I don't think they're that lowly paid, to be honest. The work isn't as difficult as other work. Ms. Stiles is a member of the United Workers Union, which has long campaigned for pay rises. Educators can earn as little as $20 an hour, which is terrible given the qualifications they have. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. People have a sense of entitlement. And I've seen it. I've seen it. They think, oh, I've got this qualification, so I'm worth this. I've got this qualification, so I'm worth that. I'm, I'm the same, guys. I'm the same. It took me a while. You know, you've got to be humbled a bit when you're in business. Thinking, oh, I'm an architect. Yeah, la di da di da You know, I'm worth 300 bucks an hour. That's, uh, there's a difference between what people expect they're worth and what the market is willing to pay. Sometimes you have to adjust to that. Sometimes it's a humbling process. $20 an hour to take care of kids. Seems fine to me. Reading stories, playing with them, watching them. Seems fine. Government to review childcare funding. Federal Education Minister Dan Tian said the government had already significantly increased its spending on childcare over the last decade. The majority of parents, over 70%, are paying $5 or less an hour childcare no they're not because they're paying taxes but i want to continue to work with the sector to put downward pressure on costs he said the report found the federal government more than doubled its spending from 2008 to 2018 to reach 7.7 .7 billion however and our education standards are getting worse aren't they on an international level so it's anyway however at the same time the number of families seeking a rebate skyrocketed to 852,000 families Mr. Tian said investment in the sector had now grown to increase 8.6 billion, with the growth to 10 billion. Asked if the government should consider funding childcare in the same way as primary schools, the minister said there was a number of ways that we can look at funding childcare. Reforms made almost two years ago had brought down out-of-pocket expenses by 4.2%, he said, but would be reviewed in the next few months to make sure costs stayed affordable. The Mitchell Institute report said 2018 was the first year in a decade, the federal government investment fell, but Mr. Tian said costs were now lower than under the previous Labour government. So they're just, you know, flinging, flinging bullshit at each other. While the data was opaque, the private contribution from parents can be as high as seven billion a year, the report said. The government needs to provide a guarantee that every Australian child will receive some quality early learning, irrespective of what their parents are able to repay. Yet we've got a government that still won't commit to long-term funding for even 15 hours of quality preschool for four-year-olds. I don't want to be forced to put my child in preschool. I don't think 15 hours a week is going to make any difference. 
I frank frankly, I think I'm smarter than most of the people that wind up working in childcare. And I think I can do a better job in a few hours teaching my children. And I think at that age, it's better for them to have play. I would rather my kids play in the yard, pick up a hammer, play with some nails, build something, interact with each other than this. No call for deregulation, more regulation. That's all we're hearing. I'm not surprised from the ABC. It's their strategy. And these people that are putting these reports together have a complete conflict of interest. But it's going to be highly emotive, highly emotive. Once it gets, there'll be, there'll be constant pushes for this, constant pushes for this to get more women working, frankly, to get more women working. Then you've got more state involvement in the raising of your children. And people are pretty much abdicating what I would consider their parental responsibilities to educate their young children to the state. And our education levels continue to go down. Young people continue to suffer anxiety. Suicide is rising. People are terrified the world is coming to an end in 12 months. Yeah. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Do you think there's any hope to deregulate this industry? Do you think it would ever happen? Or are we too far gone? What would your suggestions be? Could you have an Uber app that's similar to this? Maybe. What do you think? What else could it happen? Or should people realize, maybe they just haven't realized, you know what, working all that time and not seeing my kids for what, an extra 10, 20 grand in our pocket after childcare and all extra costs just ain't worth it. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to help us produce content, there are a few ways you can. You can share the content, get the word out there. You can support us on Patreon with a monthly donation. You can join the channel here on YouTube and also help support create content. You can use our affiliate links in Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases or independent reserve or KuCoin for your crypto trading. We have merch on the Heiser Says website and PayPal for you to contribute that way. Thanks to everyone who's helping support the channel. Have a great day, and I will see you all next time. Bye for now.